السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته جمعه مبارك This Friday I'm going to recite from Surah Al-Mulk chapter 67 and the first six, four verses inshallah or 15 أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم الذي خلق الموت والحياة ليبلوكم أيكم أحسن عملا وهو العزيز الغفور الذي خلق سبع سماوات فارجع البصر هل ترى من فطور ثم ارجع البصر كرتين ينقلب اليك البصر خاسئا ينقلب إليك البصر خاسئا وهو حسير ولقد زينا السماء وَجَعَلْنَاهَا رُجُومًا لِلشَّيَاطِينَ وَأَعْتَدْنَا لَهُمْ عَذَابَ السَّعِيرِ وَلِلَّذِينَ كَفَرُوا بِرَبِّهِمْ عَذَابُ جَهَنَّمَ وَبِئْسَ الْمَصِيرِ إِذَا تكاد تميز من الغيب 
كلما ألقي فيها فوج سألهم خزنتها سألهم خزنتها ألم يأتكم نذير قالوا بلى قد جاءنا نذير فكذبنا فكذبنا وقلنا ما نزل الله من شيء إن أنتم إلا في ضلال كبير وقالوا لو كنا نسمع أو نعقل ما كنا في أصحاب فاعترفوا بذنبهم فسحقا لأصحاب السعير إن الذين يخشون رب بالغيب لهم مغفرة لهم مغفرة وأجر كبير وأسروا قولكم أو ألا يعلم من خلق وهو اللطيف الخبير هو الذي جعل لكم الأرض ذلولا فامشوا في مناكبها فامشوا في مناكبها وكلوا من رزقه وإليه النشور صدق الله العظيم
الحمد لله الذي بنعمه تتم الصالحات الحمد لله الذي قدر كل ما هو آت وكل ما هو فات نسأله عز وجل موجبات رحمته نسأله الفوز بالجنة والنجاة من النار I bear witness there's no deity save Allah and that Muhammad is his servant and his messenger and his mercy to all mankind. We pray to him to shower his mercy and his blessings upon all the prophets and upon Prophet Muhammad, may peace be upon all of them. Dear brothers and sisters, Assalamu alaikum. My khutbah today, inshallah, will be about the difference between religiosity and religion. And what is our role with both of them? So again, what's the difference between religion and religiosity? And what is our role? What triggered this khutbah, a, an article I read in Washington Post with such title, the Bible was used to justify slavery, period. Then. Africans made it their path to freedom. This is the title of the article. It was about a year ago. And I believe it is timely to understand the, the, the essence of it. 
But I, I believe that this kind of intrigued me, the title, and uh, really uh, helped shape the topic of this khutbah. And I gave a talk about it uh, Tuesday with Brother Asim um, uh, at 9 o'clock at night, and I you know, believe that it would be good to share it with you today as well. The essence of the article, I won't go through the details. For those who are interested, you can go ahead and explore it. But how you have two different audiences. You have a group of people who saw in the Bible legitimacy to enslave the African-American community, the black people. And they, they would quote it that you guys should obey us. We are the master, and you guys should obey us in spite of the fact we transgress, they are trans transgressing against them and violating their dignity, their human dignity. Yet, they would quote the Bible and they look to the Bible to legitimize that, uh, uh, that, that evil. On the other hand, you will find the African, the slaves, they saw in the same text a path to freedom. And these are a dichotomy. You have a group that sees that it's okay to enslave people and deprive them from their freedom. And you have the other group who they saw in it their salvation and their path to freedom. And that, brothers and sisters, that religious phenomena, you will find it in every religion. As a matter of fact, not just, I mean, for us, the Muslims, we, we, we you know, all we have to do is just reflect on what Daesh and Qaeda and the like have done. And, you know, it's the same text. They saw violence and they saw blood and they saw terror. And we see love and beauty and mercy and compassion and peace. And, you know, uh, bo we both are reading the text. But what is very interesting, uh, and, I, and I invite you to do that, you go and check at any time the human being is involved, whether it is in the name of Buddhism, Hinduism, whatever ism, liberalism, socialism, communism, uh, 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 whatever you want, free market, you will find exactly the same thing. You will find people read, and different groups of people, they read and they come up with, with a completely opposite views on the matter. One of them positive and one of them is negative. So this is a very, very, uh, this, is this phenomenon worth really uh, pondering on. So you have now real religion, and then you have what, what we talked, this phenomena of the dichotomy, two opposite views drawn from the same text. Now, in order for us to really, you know, uh, understand, because a lot of times our answer is, well, people don't understand the religion, people don't understand the philosophy, people don't understand this, uh, they are misreading. Yes, there is, you know, the, uh, there should be some renewal, reform, yes. But it's not in my opinion, is not the crux of the matter. After I read this article and, and more reflect on the topic, you realize, and, and hopefully, you know, we'll have the conclusion toward the end of the khutbah, you will realize that's not the crux of the matter. Religion, so in order for us to proceed, I need to make a clear distinction between religion and religiosity. What is religion and what is religiosity? Religion and of course, I am being very simplistic and I'm being very much in a wholesome way because not all religions are the same. Monotheism is not equal to Buddhism or Hinduism and so on and so forth, right? But religion is supposed to be 
you, you, you take from Confucianism to Buddhism, from Hinduism to Judaism, from Christianity to Islam, and all in between, you will find them, they all promote good life. In, all, in, in other words, is to help us live a better life and to be a good people. Some of them are more sophisticated. Monotheism has a story. It talks about creation. It talks about the creator. It talks about what's after life. It gives us mission and vision. It is a sophisticated process, nonetheless. But if I am to say in one sentence, what is religion supposed to do is to make you be a good person. And there is this golden rule um, that, that all religions have. All agree, whether religion or philosophy, whatever you, you, you want to look at, you will find, and you find it in Islam, I'll translate it. You will not reach a high level of uh, your faith until your love for your brother and says in humanity what you love for yourself, and you will find that in English, that you will wish for your brother or your sister humanity what you wish for yourself. Of course, I am paraphrasing, but that is the essence of this golden rule, which you'll find it in all religions. So this is, in summary, brothers and sisters, what is religion? What is religiosity, then? Religiosity is when you take the abstract values and principles and the guiding and the teachings of that religion, and you embrace it. You take it in, into your system, into your heart. You let it intermingle with who you are. Then it produces thoughts, what you say, a character, behavior, actions, and deeds. That is religiosity. That is your religion now, your understanding of religion. You are exemplifying your religion. And it will vary from individual to individual. It depends how much you took in. How, and, and we will all talk about that later in the khutbah. So what I produce is religiosity now. It's not religion. Religion is pure. It's very clear to be good. So what would happen is when I take it in and it becomes part of who I am and it produces action and, 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 and activities and behavior and character, that is called religiosity. So in other words, is religion plus me and you and each one of us, that becomes the religiosity. So I hope that is clear because in my opinion, this is a very important distinction. Because I remember many times I would hear on TV, uh, they, they are, they are uh, interviewing someone and they're talking about, uh, at the, you know, uh, at the time and they were saying as well, you know, um, the Muslims are good people, but you know what the problem is? It is their religion. It is the religion that corrupts them. I honestly, I hope they could listen to this one to realize that how uninformed and how uneducated and how much their knowledge is so minuscule because I don't think they understand what the human being is all about. So religion is very clear what it is. Religiosity is very clear what it is. Now let's talk about, because the formula is religion plus who? The human being. So let us spend a little time to understand the human being now because he is the main player. The religion offers a set of abstract. So we take it and we make it like the Prophet ﷺ, what he did is he brought Islam came. Before Islam came, he was a human being. The religion came and then he internalized it 
and produce religiosity, which is we'll find in the form of the Sunnah. This is how these abstract values and principles, be, he brought them to life. That is religiosity now. So what is missing in that formula, we understood what is religion. Now let's talk about what's a human being. And I, as I believe, I'm not a psychologist or sociologist. I'm not an expert. But as a believer, I will lean on my text because I believe my text can guide me, in my opinion, to understand the human being in its wholesome way, in, in a wholesome way, in its totality. And I wish I have the time, and I really invite Muslim scholars and Muslim sociologists and psychologists to really dig into the hundreds of verses that talk about al-insan, al-nas, the, the human being, whether it's singular or plural, talking about Bani Adam, the children of Adam, talking al-bashar, those one with, with, you know, with a skin like ours. When the Prophet is saying is, I'm a human being like you. So there are plenty, plethora, rich. The Quran is rich in offering us the philosophy and understanding of who we are as a human being, first and foremost. I'm not talking about being a believer, al-mu'minun, or talking about the hypocrites, or talking about the non-believers, or talking about the people of the book. No. I'm talking about the human being, which is first and foremost, we are all human beings. Other than Jesus, all the messengers of God were human beings before they received the revelation. That is the human being that I want to focus on. So the Quran, and I go in a, 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 a you know, in, in, a, in a summary way, the Quran tells us the human being is a being that gifted, has so much power, intellect, spiritual, psychological, emotional, physical, and what have you, the senses. So we are a, 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 a being with so much gift. And the, the mother of all gifts is our freedom. No other being that we know has the freedom that we have. So all of these are the gift from our creator. It, even if you don't believe in creator, but this is real. So that is the first thing. The second thing is, brothers and sisters, is again, I'm looking into our text, and you will find Islam talks about al-fitrah. They, and, 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 and forgive me because of time, I will not be using verses in every time I'm trying to make a point because honestly, these are very well known and very, you know, they are available for those who want to learn about them. Al-Futra, it is that intuitive ability to discern between right and wrong, between good and bad, between beauty and ugliness. And there are plenty nowadays in, in Yale and other schools who studied young people at young, and they, uh, of course, there's a controversy, but the majority of the studies, they are able to show that, yes, there is, we, you know, the, the issue of morality, the when, when the baby is born, does not come with zero morality. No, it comes with an already existing foundation that about morality, which is, we call it al-fatra. So you have that futra, you have that intuitive ability to, do, to, to know what's good and what's bad. And then we also are told by our book that the human being has, we have both paths, the path of good and the path of, of uh, bad, uh, the, 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 the righteousness and evil. Then also we are told we have our 
you know, our, our, our desire and our temptation, our whims, and it has, uh, you know, drawn to negativity, which is where you have an inclination, there's a, there's a force that invites you. It's okay, you know. You're married. You want to commit adultery? Okay, go for uh, go go for it. You know, uh, you you you're, you're making a salary is not enough. Ah, it's okay a little bit more. It's okay. You have that little whisper, the satanic whisper that invites you to exceed, to transgress, to go beyond the the, the, the what is haram and what's allowed, and and forget even the the haram and the halal, what is acceptable to the futra, to the human being. We we are still talking about the human being now. So in other words, brothers and sisters, when we look at in totality on the human being, we'll find that the Quran tells us this is a complex being, a lot of gifts. You have the futra, that intuitive ability to know right and wrong, and you have other factors, other forces that are there. So that's why we are a complex. You can't, when you deal with a human being, you can't, be, you can't simplify things. You have to understand the depth because we are a complex being. So I hope this a short view through the lenses of the Quran help us understand a little bit more about the human nature. Of course, uh, the Quran and the teaching of the Prophet offers a lot more, but I think that's enough for now. So now we have, we understand who we are as a human being. Again, I'm not talking about religion, uh, just as a human being with all these complexity that we talked about. The question is, is that human being, is he good or is he bad? Here now let me share with you a few things that can help us answer this question. When the Prophet ﷺ was asked, who is the best of people? It's a long hadith, I took only the last part. He said, The best of you is those who were the best of character before they became religious. When they become religious, they are they still the best of you if they are cognizant of that process, which, which I will talk about the faqih, what that means. That's, a, that's an eye-opener. So what the Prophet is saying is that before you became religious, if you were good. So that, that, that goodness, that righteousness, it does exist aside from the religion. Because they are the same people, the best of you in Jahiliya are the best of you. Jahiliya means before they became religious, before Islam, in the context of what we're talking about, are still the best of you after Islam. When, they were, when, when the Prophet was asked about who is the best of people, he said, the best of you who is the best to his wife, I am, and I am the best of all of you when it comes to that. In other words, he didn't say the best of you who is up in the, in the prayer at night, or who reads the Quran, or who is uh, believe in one God only. No, he said the best of you is based on your character, based on your humanity, based on that fitrah that glaring and guided your character. Nothing mentioned about religion. One man came to the Prophet, a, a, a Bedouin came to the Prophet وسلم, and he asked him, who are you? He didn't mean who are you, it means, you know, what's your name and who, who you came from. He said, what, what are you all about? So the Prophet told him in summary, 
He told him, I am inviting you. What, what I bring is tusl al-arham wa tuhqan al-dimaa wa tu'amman al-subul. Look at what he started with. He said, to strengthen the bond among your kin. And your kin, as I said, not just your immediate family, but your extended human family. And to avoid any bloodshed, to protect life. And then the third one is to protect safety. Be a person who contributes to the safety of others. And then he, tell, he told him to destroy the idols and to believe in God. If you notice, what he started with, he started more about the human behavior. Didn't talk about religion, which is believe in one God and to destroy the idols. He started with the, the, the basic things of being a human, to be someone of a good quality, someone of a good behavior. So all of this, brothers and sisters, it really show us one thing is that you could be a good person. So if you could be a good person, all of humanity are like this, of course, you look around and it's, it's, not, that's not the, the, it's not the reality. But there are people who are not religious of a good quality. When you look at the, com the complexity of who we are, it's easy to realize that those people were able to build on their futra. You remember how we said the futra, the ability to discern right from wrong? They were able because they used the gifts that they were giving and they were able to build on that foundation that was gifted to them since they, uh, they, they, they are born. It is innate nature. It is existing in them. So and they were able to build on it. And they were able to use their wisdom and to realize. If I am married and commit adultery, it's going to ruin my image, going to ruin my life, going to ruin my family. So it didn't take much for him to realize that. Others did not, he or she did, and that's why they were able to leverage and to build on their fatra, that innate ability to discern right from wrong. So if that is the case then, so what is the religion for? And how does it, how does it work? I think, brothers and sisters, this, this, this hadith of the Prophet Sallallahu is, we, we, a lot of times we, we, go bit, we go by it fast. But if we really pause and think about it, the Prophet said, I was sent for the purpose to what? To elevate the human behavior. He didn't say, I wasn't sent to build the human morality. No. He said, I came to an existing morality, which is in the futra, and I came to perfect it to take it to a higher level, to help us ascend to a higher level of morality, the higher level of ethics. Yes, we are all can be merciful, but when your religion comes like an our Islam, and it comes and it shows you how you can be compassionate and merciful to life, from the cat to the dog, from the tree to the flower, from the bird to the human being, to the entire universe around you. How that compassion and how that mercy can touch life and how can help you ascend your humanity. You need religion for that. And you need religion, which is a different topic, how to open the door to spirituality, which is the, 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 the center of it is hope. Unfortunately, without it, a lot of suicide and a lot of wa wasted life. So in other, in other words, brothers and sisters, religion is needed to take you to, to take all of us to a different realm, 
to a higher level, to reach a high level of, of, of our potentiality. This is why I believe religion is needed. The second thing, brothers and sisters, religion comes as the Quran tells us. And there are so many verses in the Quran talking about how it should, everything about the heart. Why? Because remember how we say what religiosity is all about? We are the container. We are the pot. We are the ones going to hold all these abstract values and principles and guiding principles of the, of, of, of the religion. But those are going to come into where? Into a container, into a pot. I am that pot. I am that container. So when I take it in, here it comes back now to how I am. If I let my fitra prevail, if I am pure, if I make sure that my heart is not full of poisonous arrogance or greed or hate, all this negativity, if I am as a human being, if I am full of arrogance for whatever reason, if I am full of grief for whatever reason, if I am full of hate for whatever reason, what happens is those abstract values and teaching of the religion comes in and it will be corrupted and spoiled by the poisons that is inside of this container. And what happened is, if I am poisoned, if I am spoiled, I'm the container that's spoiled and poisoned and corrupted. So no matter how pure the values of the religion comes in, when they come in, I'm going to produce a religiosity that is corrupted and spoiled. أقول قولي هذا واستغفر الله لي ولكم أدعو الله الحمد لله الحمد لله الذي كتب على نفسه الرحمة وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل وسلم وبارك على سيدنا وحبيبنا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم Dear brothers and sisters I hope that with this challenging topic I, I, I uh, should have told you at the beginning I believe this topic uh, deserves uh, different khutbas and different sessions where we can interact with the audience but today I hope it was a key introduction to a topic that I believe it is uh, in light of the social injustice that we see, in light of what we have experienced, it's worth for us to contemplate on. So in summary, brothers and sisters, what I am hoping to walk out with this today, for us to realize that religion is a beautiful source of purity, light, and guidance, but it is abstract. is going to come and touch me. If my heart is pure, and this is where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, when he told about Ibrahim, salim. He came to Allah with a pure heart. Heart is devout of arrogance, hate, greed, all this negativity. Because if the heart has them, then the religiosity, what we are producing, will be spoiled as we heard. So I am inviting myself on, and you that we work on our heart. Make sure we are as pure as possible. We cleanse and purify ourselves and hold all these powerful factors, our whims and desire and social influences and peer pressure. We hold them in a way that we let our futra shine and receives 
the fitra, that 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 gift that God has put in each and every human being, receive the light of the religion, and when they come together, it will produce a shining religiosity that is good for us as an individual, is good for our family, is good for our community, is good for the world, and is good for humanity at large. So I invite myself and you to purify the hearts, to strengthen our faith, and we pray to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in this beautiful day to help remove this coronavirus or the COVID-19 and its grip on, on, on our humanity from this earth. It's been, been, it's been a tough time and we only are seeking the blessing of God Almighty in this challenging time to help us to be healthy and to guide our thinking so this way we do what is right as we are fighting this pandemic. We pray to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to bring back normal life as soon as possible so we can have this beautiful place, the house of Allah, full of worshippers. We pray to Allah, we pray to you, Allah, to purify our hearts and to make our fitra shine and to make our religiosity the type of religiosity that it will please you. So we will be the positive instrument in touching humanity and transforming this world to a better world. Allah قد قامت الصلاة قد قامت الصلاة الله أكبر الله أكبر لا إله إلا الله الله أكبر الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين اهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين أنعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا اعتصموا بحبل الله جميعا ولا تفرقوا واذكروا نعمة الله عليكم إذ كنتم أعداء فألف بين قلوبكم فألف بين قلوبكم فأصبحتم 
نعمته إخوانا وكنتم على شفا حفرة من النار فأنقذكم منها كذلك يبين الله لكم آياته لعلكم تهتدون ولتكن منكم أمة يدعون إلى الخير ويأمرون بالمعروف ويأمرون بالمعروف وينهون عن المنكر وأولئك هم المفلحون الله أكبر سمع الله لمن حمده الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين اهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين أنعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين آمين لا أقسم بهذا البلد وأنت حل بهذا البلد ووالد وما ولد لقد خلقنا الإنسان في كبد أيحسب أن لن يقدر عليه أحد يقول أهلكت مالا أبدا أيحسب أن لم يره أحد ألم نجعل له عينين ولسانا وشفتين وهديناه النجدين الله أكبر سمع الله لمن حمده الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر 
السلام عليكم ورحمة الله السلام عليكم ورحمة الله استغفر الله استغفر الله السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته may Allah سبحانه وتعالى accept our prayers first I would like to thank our khatib brother Hassan Zini for this beautiful khutbah, Jazakumullah khair. And I would like to quickly remind you for the, the programs that are taking place this week and then also uh, for the coming ones that you can save the date from our newsletter. By the way, if you don't receive the newsletter, you can always sign up from our website, islamiccenter.com. Uh, first, inshallah, tomorrow at 3 a.m., uh, 3.30 a.m. to 4.30 a.m., we are going to have our golden hour Tahajjud and Salatul Fajr via Zoom, so join us inshallah. And then uh, on Sunday uh, at 10 a.m., we're going to have celebrating the class of uh, 2020. So for this, you can find the detailed information on our website and, and Facebook and newsletter inshallah. So uh, a food pantry takes place on Saturday at 9.30. Uh, and if you know anyone who is in need of help, please inform them about this beautiful service. And then our Sunday tafsir is going to be at 11.30 a.m. on Sunday. And the topic is Quran and justice. And it will be followed by Sunday lecture. And the topic will be equality in Islam at 12 p.m. inshallah. And then join us all our weekly programs in the evenings at 9 p.m. Uh, so the details are on our uh, newsletter. And save the date for these important programs. They are upcoming. The first one is on July 4th, Saturday. It is right out against anti-blackness and police violence. And find the details again on the website and the newsletter, please. And then the next, the following item that you need to save the date, Islam and history with Dr. Zaman Stanzai. This will be uh, the following Sunday, inshallah, at 12 p.m. And then after his two series of lectures, we are going to start with a hidden figures tracing the history of Muslim women scholars and this will be on Sunday, starting on July 19th uh, at 1.30 p.m. So find the details again on our website. And then the last one is Hadhud Legacy Lectures, Introduction to the Science of Hadith. Dr. Gassi will be teaching these classes. And for this one, you need to register. And you can find the details on the website again. And this is starting on July 20th via Zoom. So um, and these are the programs that's upcoming, inshallah. And now I would like to invite you to pray for our brothers and sisters who all passed away. Salha Khatun, Jihangir Hussein, Devin Hussein, Imam. These brothers and sisters passed away. And then also brother Saiful uh, had heart attack and he is uh, at ICU. Please keep him in your prayers, inshallah. Allahumma shfil maradana warhan mawtana. 
اللهم اغفر للمؤمنين والمؤمنات والمسلمين والمسلمات الأحياء منهم والأموات إنك سميع قريب مجيب الدعوات آمين الفاتحة